Now y'all can talk. Hey, welcome to the Becca Hayes Show. I'm your host, Becca Hayes, and I've got to my right, Jacob Vince. Yo. And then to my left, Steven. You don't know my middle name, do you? No, what is your middle name? I don't tell a lot of people my middle name. What is it? Edward. You look like an Edward. I wish it was Edward. That'd be cool. Steven Edward. Oh my gosh, yeah, that, that sounds, sounds fancy. That sounds good. I can't use my middle name for fanciness like Jake can. Yeah. What is your middle name? Harris. <laughs> That's how you try and <laughs> just laugh. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, bless. I don't yeah. get why that's bad. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Rude. I was named after <laughs> Martin Harris, who is my oh, no. fifth great uncle. Thanks. You're welcome. Anytime. Just a moment. Look at us just hanging out here, just like a couple yeah. of a couple I am of pusses. So honored to be on your podcast today, this evening, which will definitely be published. So honored, well, probably seven just days. So what? maybe. <laughs> I'm just honored and starstruck, and mm. you know, I just, have that effect on people. This is just mm-hmm. a dream come true. Hey, Stephen, mm-hmm. I've made yeah. out with her. Yeah, I'm aware. I saw it once or twice, and he listened several to it times. <laughs> that wasn't making out that I heard. It was part of it. It was part of the process, Steven. Steven! Jake, Steve. what's it like making out with a girl? Yeah. <laughs> Steven, can you describe what you heard that night? Can you show us on the doll what you heard? <laughs> <laughs> no, I cannot describe what I heard on the doll. No. <laughs> Steven, what is it like in the dating world right now? You've been, how long were you married? I don't know. Am I, I'm not really in the dating world yet. Kind oh, of. Yeah, you you're are. dipping your toes in there right I'm now. dipping He's my dipping toes in, but I can't describe in. what it's like <laughs> in the dating world after dipping my toes in. These two are brothers, by the way. You guys didn't figure that out. Yeah, but I'm the better one. He's. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I'm not, don't put me in this. Don't do this. Don't, don't. Anyway. I'm not choosing. You're, I let you're fine to choose. You're fine to choose Jacob. I love you guys are dating and everything. Uh-huh. Um, but anyways, you don't dip your toes in the water and then go tell everybody what it's like to. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what you do. That's exactly what you do. That is exact, exactly what you do. I don't think yeah, it is. I it don't is. think it is. So how long were you married? Uh, just shy of seven years. Okay. Which and is over six years. And how long have you been divorced? Uh, papers were signed in September, so fresh. You're fresh. Six, seven months. Oh, but we separated in May or June. Mm. So that's been almost a year. Do you miss it? Being married? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not at all. No. Why not? Why? Yeah. Why? Um, because uh, it was. That's a good question. Uh, after getting divorced, moving out getting my own place I just I felt like I was breathing for the first time in Mm. eight years and so a lot of the anxieties that I had 
I mean, there were a lot of anxieties related to the relationship that obviously went away. Um, but there were a lot of anxieties that weren't even related to the relationship that, that went away. I'm just a lot less stressed, happier, um, more myself. So do you think when you got married, you lost yourself? Is that what you're trying to say? Mm, slowly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yes and no. There are parts of it that I lost and parts of it that I didn't. Um, I think I, I stood up for myself and I stood my ground on a lot of things, but there were a lot of things that just weren't worth a lot of parts of myself mm -hmm. that just weren't worth the, the fights, the fights. So you basically picked your battles. Yeah. 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 So my question is, so it, do you think it was more so the person that you married or actually just marriage in general? Because you could be with a, a fantastic person and probably be satisfied in, in a marriage. So what do you think? I think it was a little bit of both. I I think that I was LDS when I got married. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of rushed into marriage, um, which is a long story. Um, a lot of LDS people do. Yeah, Common. but I, I feel like I knew better, mm-hmm. um, but I still did it anyway mm. um, for, um, yeah, again, it's a long story, but yeah, rushed into marriage. There were some red flags, but I ignored them for a couple of different reasons. Um, and uh, I just think that my my ex is, is a good good person in a lot of ways, but I think that we just weren't a great match. And, uh, so that was a big part of it. Um, Mm -hmm. but obviously marriage and relationships are really hard in general Mm -hmm. and they take a lot of work from both people. And if you don't have that, things, things don't go well. They can be really good, but anything that's really good for long periods of time takes a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and change is always happening. Yep. You know, um, in this position that you are right now, would you ever get remarried? Like right where you're at right now, you're you're freshly divorced. Obviously, you're probably not thinking of marriage right now, but there are some people who are like, okay, that didn't work out. I'm still hopeful. I, I, I am not thinking about it right now, but I think that I, I'm kind of a, a romantic, and I think that I would get married again, but it would very much the stars would have to have to align. Like mm-hmm. it would have to be, it would have to be so different for a long period of time. Um, like I, I would probably have to be dating someone for like minimum three to five years and have it be, you know, obviously there's going to be ups and downs, but it would have to be in, in general, a very positive experience. Definitely want to live with the person before marriage. And, uh, yeah, it would just, it would, it would be difficult, but I, I can see myself getting married again, but it, I'd be very careful about it. Yeah. I feel like you have to you have to get over the, the infatuation part. You have to go past the two years before you can make that decision. Mm. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> you got this big grin on your face. Your, it? I think I think you can honestly tell within six months if I, you can be with that person forever. I disagree. I feel like people I, think that. A lot. I think dated Rachel for, and it's sorry. a trap. No, that's that's moving in together. That's like, that's really like moving quickly. 
that that's not just courting every once in a while that when i say six months i say like within like the the first couple months then you kind of like you have the sleepovers you move in by the six month period i really feel it definitely year period but six months is when you start figuring out if you could be with that person or not you start figuring it out within a year you should know i don't know and I, I, think, I was with my ex for two years it was did a, you guys it, live together though first no okay well there you go no we didn't see yeah, a little, that's a little different that's so i guess huge. that could accelerate it for sure but yeah i don't know also you're you're both still pretty lds which mm -hmm. i you know every yeah is is different than it is now but um i i would say minimum like i don't <laughs> marriage is a big deal it is it's a big deal and it then is. if it's you're a, like oh the, shit uh-huh i made a mistake here it's getting the ultimate, out of it is yeah. a big deal and you know i'm not i'm not having any more kids um you have two kids right now. Right. I'm not having any more. So that that's a little, you know, a little easier if you get married and then you're like, oh, crap, I made a mistake. But but it's still a really big deal. It's a it's a difficult thing. Yeah. Um, divorce. And so I don't know. Well, especially not, when you have kids. I why mean, not wait three years? The trick is, too, that like it's usually not bad enough that you're like, oh, crap, like I've got to get out of this. You're mm -hmm. not going to go to the lengths of divorce. So it's like. Ah, crap, crap. Like I made a mistake. This isn't good. Mm -hmm. But then it's not that bad. So like, yeah, we'll stick it out a little. And so you're just stuck. I would. I think that like probably half of all existing marriages have some degree of people just stuck. Like, mm -hmm. And they don't I'd feel stuck. More than half. I I would too. I was trying to yeah be conservative there, but like it's just. Not bad enough to take action to get out of it, but it's also not great. They've just accepted that that's what it is, and they've made that decision and that commitment. Mm -hmm. I, so I felt that it. way a long time, yeah. And yeah. I think especially in Utah and a lot of other cultures um, that are very religious, I think a lot of people And Becca has expressed this to me as well, that happened actually very early in your marriage. Am I wrong? What, that I wanted out? Yeah. Oh, three but days. not even wanted out, but like no. you're like, I knew I made a mistake. Yeah, but it's not bad enough that you're going to, like, bail. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm not a – once I commit to something, I commit, and I usually execute it, and I see it through. But that's scary. That's the scary part of yeah. marriage. It you've is committed scary. because mm -hmm. there's this fake barrier that you've created in the mind and mm -hmm. with a legal document. Yes, but – Now your life is dictated by that. Yeah, and it, that's hard to say with – the relationships are so tricky because each individual relationship is tailored to those people and all these outside influences influence the relationship. Like when I got, when I was going through the dating stage and I was right before I got married, you know, my sister was diagnosed with stage four cancer. So I was stressed about that. My mind wasn't even like really into the love mode or even thinking about a husband. And I didn't know anybody when I moved to Utah, I moved from Vegas to Utah and so, you know, the first person I hung out was someone that I was familiar with, and that was my ex-husband, and he was there for me, you know, a shoulder to cry on while my sister went through the whole chemotherapy and all that stuff. And so my thing is, and I, I don't blame him at all, I actually blame myself more so than him because 
he was he was my comfort. He was that that comfort blanket, mm-hmm. and that's why I was like, okay, I don't want to leave this because he's there through me through the thick and the thin. Right. That says something, mm-hmm. and to be able to put up with my ups and downs, I thought that was really cool. And but I knew I was never. I mean, there was a period where I did think I was in love with him, but it was just the idea of love that right. I was in love with. But at what point do you wake up from that and figure out that it was an idea? Like three days after I got married. But how long did you date? We dated for about a year, but we didn't live together. We were very L- He was very LDS. Uh, he was a virgin before I married him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't, but <laughs> I did the the whole repentance process. So I was like basically born again. Oh, good. That's good. That's <laughs> you know, really good. I, I was nervous. I told a group of men, you know, everything that I'd done, and they judged me, and then they, you know, dubbed me. And then it's all better. Worthy again. That's so, so it was good. great. It was great. That's perfect. Uh, yeah. So, congratulations. <laughs> Thank, on you. Thank you. Let's <laughs> high five. Yeah. Yeah. High five. You did the right thing by telling me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, yeah. So that that's hard because there was a lot of outside influences that influenced our relationship that I allowed in, to influence our relationships because we we all are we need to all own what we just let influence our relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, yeah. there's only two people that are supposed to be in this relationship, but we never actually let that happen. Right. It's really rare. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of factors. That's why relationships are so tough because it's tailored to everybody. Everybody is different. There's those two people that just get along with everybody and then they marry each other and they're just no, hardly any problems. And yes, there's always problems in marriages and relationships, but there are those relationships that have really rare problems. It does happen. I don't think I know any of those relationships. Yeah, I don't either. I, I know dis- a couple. I think I disagree with you. I think they're good at hiding it. Or they're hiding it. Yeah, you're right. But they're, yeah. they're just the people that are just like, you know what? This is fine. You know, like they just have that mentality. They have the mentality of where, you know what? It's totally, it doesn't bother me. I don't have that mentality. Like I, if something bothers me, I'm telling that person right away. I think that's great. That's good. I, I truly believe that there are relationships out there that are that way and just... What For was the it? most part, they're good. And it's more rare, but... It. Yeah. What was it, 7%? See, there is that's a percentage, what, I told what, you. That's what my therapist <laughs> said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 7%, okay. 7% of marriages are like, yeah, I'd like to have that. You know, marriage is, is interesting because obviously I think... I do want uh, to eventually get remarried, I think. I think I do. Um, to who? Yeah, to who? Brad. <laughs> <laughs> What? Look at those guns. Yeah, I've just been working out at the gym. <laughs> oh, my God. Jake's getting down on one knee. I don't want to alarm you, but uh, I didn't want to tell you this. I've got a 401k. Shit. Yeah. Well, I wanted to marry Jake. Damn. It's got dozens, <laughs> dozens of dollars in it. Dozens? Uh, yeah, perhaps a baker's, dozens? a baker's dozen. What? Shit. What? Yeah. Anyway, just think it. Just think it over. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I don't know. I I I do. Um, it scares me, just like you said, divorce. It 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 it's scary because obviously the, it's messy. It's so easy to get married and so hard to get divorced, especially then then bring in kids, bringing yeah. kids from you know if you're gonna get remarried, and usually both parties have kids, and so then you're trying to combine that all those kids, and then they're getting attached to the other person, and then 
you know, you have to go through the whole, that whole detachment again, if you decide to get divorced, it's scary, but I mean, you know, life's all about taking risks and marriage is, does take it to the ultimate commitment. And there is something to be said about giving that to your partner to be, to ultimately commit. Now, if it's a financial thing now, because a lot of people, when they get remarried, they worry about the financial aspect. Mm -hmm. I think everybody should just get fucking prenups. I don't see anything wrong with that. I think I agree, but I've, I've definitely heard story of, uh, of a lot of, you know, one person suggests a prenup and then the other person gets upset, loses their shit because yeah. it's like, oh, you're planning on us getting divorced. No, mm. they're being smart. I, I, yeah, I think I agree. But if, yeah, I just fell in love with you a, bit, you a little bit more. Well, because no. she suggested prenups. Yeah. <laughs> it's a smart thing because then you, that takes yes. off. All it does is make it less messy. That it, it take, for, Yeah, it takes it less messy. And it also takes off the whole, it, did she marry me for my money mm-hmm. type deal? Or am I going to have to work? It takes all that off the table. That shouldn't be so a factor in marriage. It shouldn't be a factor at all. You should marry the person because you cannot stand to be away from that person. And you want them in your lives What if you consistently. want their money, all of it? Then you then do you not. <laughs> That's when you get mad and okay. accuse them of not loving yeah. you. Okay, here's an interesting question. Go. Aside from the money thing, what's the most important thing to put in a prenup? Go. To put in a prenup? What do you mean? What? Is is a prenup just about the money or is there something it's else usually, that's important to put in there? It's usually just the money, isn't it? Or is it not? Know. I, I don't know. I've never signed one. The only other thing that, w- that seems like a big contention issue would be like child custody stuff. Yeah. But that, I don't know if you could do that in a prenup. Probably. I thought prenup was just financial stuff. It's just an agreement that you're making before yeah, marriage. I guess you can do any agreement, right? Yeah. Well, you get my kid. I get my kids. You keep your kids. <laughs> Isn't that how it usually works? What if you make kids together? Oh, okay. So mm. you're saying your first time marriage? I have no idea. Okay. Well, okay. Let's Steven's talk question. about that. I'm let's talk about that. Along. You've yeah. never been married. You both are like, okay, let's do our prenup. That's hard because what if he ends up being an asshole or she ends up being an asshole and then that person doesn't deserve custody of the kids. So that's hard. I don't think you should have the kids in the prenup. That's true. I wonder if you can even do that because that's a good point. I don't think you can. Question two, Mm -hmm. prenup when, say, wife is stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. while dude's out earning money and they've been married for 20 years and he's like, cheats, or is just like, Mm -hmm. fuck you, I'm Mm -hmm. out. Takes all the money. She's been raising his kids for 20 years, so she's fucked. (sighs) No, I want to say prenups protect what you had prior to marriage yeah. so when you're in the marriage whatever you're the earnings of the marriage that's what you split when you get divorced yeah i think that's fair. so i think that's the prenup just protects what you had let's say it that's why it's so important if you're making you know if you're a billionaire let's just say you're a billionaire and then you this girl wants to marry you, it's like okay well let's do prenups you have a prenup whatever you have you keep whatever i have i keep we get married whatever we have as a marriage we split that if we end up that's fair to me. Yeah, yeah. I think it depends on the, I guess, trajectory of both parties uh-huh. also. Like, if one person is going to be a stay-at-home parent, yeah, that needs to be accounted for. Yeah, well, and then put that in the prenup. Be like, if you when and, when and if you decide to stay at home, whoever, the man or the woman, you get half or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's fair. It gets tricky, I guess. That's, that's, that's just, just as important the person that stays at home and takes care of the home and the kids and everything as important as someone out working. 
It's a good yes. point. It's just as important. Agree. Yeah. Whether you're a man or a woman doing it. Agree. I've been in both. I've been in both situations. Yeah. So yeah. the take-home message is the billions that I have right now. <laughs> Do you have a 401k? <laughs> don't go into. I don't have a 401k. Because they're stupid? Yes. Yeah. That's correct. Are they really stupid? Why are they stupid? It's just dumb. I don't, I don't really know. know so much about the 401k. It saves you some taxes. People think it's, it's this, this cool like retirement. Yeah, well, I I don't know. Four hundred one ks aren't a bad thing. I've just never heard anyone say like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad I have a four hundred one k right now." Yeah. Well, what do they do? I don't, I don't I just, even understand them. My dad has one, and he always talked about it, and I never understood it. Yeah, I don't even think I ha- I might the, have a one. Four hundred one k is. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, what what I think people should do more is the Roth IRA. I've heard of those, which is where you. Pay tax on your money. So if I got paid a paycheck okay. of like two grand, mm-hmm. right? I'd pay my taxes on that money and I could put money into the Roth IRA. It's already been taxed. So then it grows. You've got to invest it in whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You can actually do stocks or mutual funds or even real estate, like whatever you want. And then when you're at retirement age, you can pull out all of it tax free. Because you've already paid taxes yeah. on it. Yeah. Okay. But you only paid it on the small initial amount. Oh, not the growth of it. Yeah. Oh, that's wise. Yeah. Do you have a Roth? Yeah. I don't. I don't have much in there. I used to have I one. Have one I mean, I'm coming out of bankruptcy. <laughs> I'm still just getting on my feet. So. Yeah. You're doing great. Yeah. Thank I think you. you're doing really good. Wait, you're what's 401k, great. though? I, I'm confused. I'm drinking. I'm drinking. Oh. 401k is, I think, that like... You don't pay taxes up front. Yeah, that's what 401k is. So you mm. don't have to pay taxes on the amount that you put in. So that's tax exempt. Mm-hmm. You put it in the investment. But when you pull it out, you pay taxes on it. Oh. But I think I I don't know much on this, but I feel like I think if you get to retirement age, then you don't pay taxes on it when you come out, when you pull it out. Pretty sure you do. I could really? be wrong. I'm sorry, listeners. I don't mean to mislead, but we're really bad at financial things. I, I'm pretty sure that that's how the 401k works. I'm going to Google it right now. You guys keep talking. Yeah, you, okay. you go to the Google. Check yeah. it out. Check it out, Steve. You really, you are good yes, at the sir. financial sorry, things, sir. though, Jacob, huh? Let's hope so. I, I mean, let's hope so. What's your experience in the financial life? Master of Business Administration. Okay, so I think you got some, uh, some say. <laughs> I just spend it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to, all that this works. This one. <laughs> oh, <my>. <laughs> <sighs> oh. So what other subject do you guys want to talk about? Yeah, that's a great question. Look at you guys pressing the buttons. We're getting pretty good at the buttons. Yeah. What's this red one? I want to press the red button. So I Googled it, and oh, there's a lot of words one. that I'm having a hard time reading right now. So Seems hard. If somebody could um, just just comment. Message Stephen or Jacob. Let's assume Jacob is right. Listen, nobody challenge me. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to impress Becca Hayes. <laughs> yeah, I know all about 401k. <laughs> Pretty impressive, huh? Uh, aren't these chairs better, Jacob? They're kind of better. Oh my gosh, you're such a snob. I no. If you're look short, you. if you're short, they look lovely. If if you're short, they're great. No, these are not, Stephen. What Before do you think? I was look, on high chairs. They look really great. <laughs> As a tall person, 
Thank you. They're so you have the to slouch down. The back is way too low. No, the no, back that's like, why you slouch down. You guys aren't doing it right. You it's like slouch, eleven inches. I was earlier. No, it got uncomfortable. Down. No, eventually. it's so comfortable. Should yeah. I get little cushions You're for behind? You're five feet tall. Five one. We got a foot on you. I have a, I have a yeah. foot plus. Yeah, you got a over. What are you six three? Like two and a half. Oh, you're so hot. I love your height. Go on. Oh my gosh. I love tall men. And I know. It's I hot. I won't do the I watched, thing. I watched you hang those curtains earlier and I was like, oh my gosh, he hardly has to stand on a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> he hardly has to stand on a bucket. It yeah. was hot. I still had to stand on a bucket. Barely though. Don't tell Becca. Disgusting. <laughs> oh man. Well, what? <laughs> Kids, you guys drinking your drinks like two old men. Yeah. Anyways, mm. Becca, you what? make a great Moscow mule. Yeah, I made a Moscow mule tonight in our our copper mugs. Yeah, you legit. We fancy. You guys are fancy. I like it. Actually, this one over here. When I first met you, Stephen, you brought your little shaker over, your martini shaker. Oh my gosh, it was so <laughs> funny. I was like, what? I'm like, did he used to be? Did you used to have a, have any bartending skills? Like, how do you know to make these drinks? Um, I actually, I wanted to open a bar at one point. For real? Yeah. And I actually, uh, I got a job at a brewery slash restaurant at one point, like moonlighting, not my full-time job, but mm-hmm. after, after work, I'd go to work and moonlight at a yeah. brewery. Um, cause I kind of want to, wanted to open a bar at one point and then, uh, realized that's really, really hard in Utah and risky. Why is it hard? Um, so Short version, you have to apply for the uh, the liquor license after already having a space, like a uh, a bar space, and mm-hmm. then they have to approve that space in that, like, oh, really? you have to approve the liquor license, and the city has to approve it, and all this shit after you've already approved the space. So you put up all the risk, and then maybe they let exactly. you. Exactly. If they really? deny it, you're screwed. I would just, be, I would just keep so. working. Just hope that they never came by. Yeah, they will. They will come by. <laughs> come by. Yeah, Which yeah I'm I still the worst think it'd be really person. cool to open a bar someday. It really would be in Utah County. That, be fun. That, that you need some bars. Oh you need my gosh, more bars. This place in is Utah horrible. This yeah. is Especially dry. in like Lehigh. Lehigh's like this tech hub now. We need like some kick-ass lounges. Yes, some, like a bar. Let's like fancy and nice. A yeah. lounge bar, not a ghetto bar. Yeah, there's like a couple of shitty Lehigh yeah. bars. There, but we there's need a like couple okay nice ones where you can mm-hmm. hang out with your friends, chat, and have some drinks. I think we all three should open a bar. Call yeah, it the Three I'm Amigos. <gasps> that would be oh so fancy. The gosh. Three Amigos. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, well, the Three Amigos. That ready. sounds nice. <laughs> I like it. Anyway. What about the Three Hochachas? Now you're talking. Okay, I like that. That's way fancy. What's a Hochacha? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's the, that cinnamon drink. Yeah. <laughs> Is it called a horchata? The three horchatas. <laughs> three horchatas. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's happening. I really would. I've always, not I've always wanted to open a bar, but I've always loved the bar scene. Like it's it's just something cool. I, okay, listen. I got it. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I will run. Okay, Steven. Thank you. Go ahead. Steven will run the bar. You will do the financial aspects of the bar, and oh. I will be what? Go you're, on. you're good with the financial shit, and I will be the person that is obviously seen more often. Like you know, help. <laughs> I 
<laughs> like, like you know, I train the cocktail waitresses. And yeah, I, you can sell I the drinks. Ju- yeah, and I, I sell the drinks. Yeah. I'm the person who's seeing well, I would, more. Okay, I'm I ready. guess I guess I'd be manager. I guess I'll be manager. But Wait, I so would, what am I exactly? doing? But Other I wanna, than being seen? Well, I want to be part owner, obviously, but I would be manager. I'd play manager, and I would teach all the bartenders to be cool, and then the, the cocktail cool. servers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you get some assholes in there. Trust me. Oh. I teach. I tell them what's up. But listen, I used to serve back in the Vegas days. Like That's I know true. how it goes. Like yeah. Vegas is the prime. Vegas sets the example of what hospitality is. Really, Wh- whoever. Whenever you go, yeah, that's legit. Okay. It is. It really is. Whenever you go anywhere in Vegas, they treat you right. Yeah, I used to go to Vegas like three or four times a year back when I wasn't a poor person, mm-hmm. just to go to restaurants. Spend a shitload of money just eating fancy stuff, and they teach they treat you, you like kings and queens, it's right? Badass, yeah. Crab banquets, I freaking love it. What? I don't know what that means. Banquets, banquets. Sometimes Bellagio buffets? buffet, the buffets, yeah, buffets. That's the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, the crab buffets. But like Vegas has like three star, three Michelin star chefs. There. Yeah, they're amazing. Like there's some legit stuff. I Michelin. know a couple of chefs like there. The still. I spent five hundred dollars on a meal once. Ew, why? What was this Ew, meal? Consist- what? That Ew. one sucked. Was that Ew. with alcohol? Um, no. <gasps> no. You're disgusting. So what? It was, like, it was 250 a person. It was me and my ex. He used Get to out. drive a Ferrari. Did you used to drive a Ferrari? It was no. a Corvette. Corvette. Oh, we okay. almost it's bought subpar. a Ferrari, but we bought, we bought a Corvette. Mm. Mm. You know, I sound like a douche now. Yeah. My ex-wife was a doctor. I was poor as fuck. So yeah, they remember fun. the episode. Well, if they made yeah. it that far. A lot yeah. of people didn't yeah. listen yeah. to it. <laughs> Becca, I'm sorry. I love you. I had to turn it off 30 minutes into it. I'm like, what? The last 30 minutes is the best part. For real? Who said that? The guys did. The women loved it. Oh, interesting. But I knew that's what happened. Guys aren't even big into the relationship thing. It's the women that love the relationship advice. You got shit on for our episode? Yeah. When when I did the, uh, in the Hayes Hayes Club, we did our Zoom hangout and all the guys, Angel brought it up. He's like, I want to know who, who's... Raise your hand. <laughs> He's going around to the, the club members. Raise your hand if you listen to the entire episode of Becca and her boy talking. No one raised their hand. Oh, brutal. brutal. <laughs> Not even Cassie. <laughs> I'm like, Cassie, I was betting on you, girl. But do they listen to all the others is my yes, question. Yes, they listen to all the others. That they was just confirmed? Get, if, yes. So it was just because it was- Did they explain what- It was too lovey-dovey for them. I get it. I, and I knew, like, that's how it is. But I had to put it out there. Like, people want the people that want to know about our relationship, now they have access to it. So just skip over it if you don't hear it. But hey. you know what? The last 30 minutes was pretty funny, if hey, you can fast forward. I listened to the whole thing. And what did you think? What were your thoughts on it? It was great. But I know both you guys, and I love you guys. And so maybe it's different. I don't know. So you're biased a little bit. You're Maybe, like, yeah. Did you laugh maybe. out loud? I was any parts. It was, wasn't very fun. No, I was doing I the dishes while I listened to it. Okay, and I was so not really listening. I had a big old grin the whole time. <laughs> no, I was listening. I was listening. Okay. Yep. If you listen to the whole thing, let us know. I need to know this. This is. I need to be validated. Yeah, Jacob loves the validation. I tried to stop it? once we got to the squirting part, but then Jake was like, "Listen to the whole thing, you bitch." Yeah, quit being a bitch, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Then I finished. You'll it listen out. to your brother talking about squirting in his eye. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the first like sixty minutes, uh, I re- I thoroughly enjoyed. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Take that, Angel. Hey, Angel. I love you guys. Angel from I the other we were, side of the beehive. I beehive. thought we were friends. Okay. Angel likes you. Yeah, I thought we were friends. He's just nervous. He's nervous because he's like Becca. To be honest, 
I remember what happened last time to that guy. I oh, remember that's true. I like how he's like, we know where this is going. Yeah, go. he's like, we know where this is going. Because Brady was on your other podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. I need to go listen to that and see no, how it No, you went. don't. You don't need to listen <laughs> to it. Oh, great. Now I definitely need I'm, to. I'm calling iHeart and making sure that they take down the good girl before it. you can listen I'll to it. I'll find it. it. Oh, I'll my find gosh. It. Great. Okay, next is tattoos. So what we're going to do is next to get tattoos. Oh, my gosh. Are you really going to get a tattoo with me? I'm yeah. ready. We're going to get Are we all three tattoos. going in? Yeah, my for real. Jake and I's sister is designing a tattoo for me right now. Anna is. Yeah. What tattoo I is it going to be? Her, it's flowers. The flowers. I'm put it on my tricep. I love that you're letting your sister design a tattoo. That's so cool. I'm not letting her. She's a good artist. She really is. I saw yeah. the the art she made for your sister that just got married today. Yeah. She's it was good beautiful. It. it was a little town. Where was it in? Norway. Norway. Arendal. It was Arendal. That was really cool. Beautiful painting. Yeah. Your, your family's so freaking talented. It's amazing. Um, Except no. Jake. <laughs> Except for Jake. Jacob yeah. Vince. No, I'm going to get this. I've decided, actually, this these lips that were Brady's. Sorry, Brady. Are those Brady. lips? Are you sure? Um, butthole lips. No, I'm kidding. That was really mean. They're his lips. He has a scar on his upper lip, and so it doesn't look very lippy. <laughs> Bless him. Sorry, Brady. I didn't mean to make fun of him. I think he scar. got hit in the, the mouth when he was a young kid or something like that. So he has a scar. But I'm actually going to get that covered up with um, my favorite flower, a peony. Nice. I've decided. And then I'm going to get that one tattoo. I haven't talked. I told the people in the Hayes Club, but not on actually podcast. I'm going to get that one tattoo that I had. I keep writing on my arm. I know you're not a big fan of it, but. No, like you do you, but this, yeah. this, this too, too shall, shall pass. pass. Yeah, that's what I'm going to get. Like I love, I feel like I you love should it. just explain it a little bit. Like it seems like a negative thing. You had people reaching out, like, "Oh my gosh, are you okay?" Well, the thing is, it's like it just okay. So I'm listening to the book that yeah. you absolutely love, Eckhart. Yeah, I've been pushing her to read this for like six months. Mm -hmm. And what's the full title? A is New it Earth. A and New Earth. It's a by Eckhart Tolle. It's a Tolle. great book. Eckhart Tolle. There is a section in the book where he talks about this sure. too shall pass. So I want to get that down my forearm on my left arm. And that's going to be right above my sister's signature. That was the very first tattoo I got was my sister. She wrote me, the one that passed away from cancer, she wrote me this beautiful note. And then she signed it with a little heart. And it says, love, Sarah. Her name's Sarah. And so that was my my very first tattoo. So I'm going to get that like right above it on the forearm. But I the it's not a negative term. Obviously, when people think of that, they're like hoping that they get over whatever slump that they're in or whatever negative situation that they're in, of course. It's like you're wanting this moment to pass. Yeah. And so you're not enjoying that moment, Exactly. But it's basically, to me, it's a reminder for both. Anything you're going through will pass, including the positive times. Yeah. But that's a constant yeah. reminder to me to be, be in the present, live in the present, yeah, because exactly. it's going to pass you by just like with your kids growing up mm -hmm. and you know you wishing them to grow up and then when they grow up and then you're like fuck i yeah, miss them it's, it's not just the negative no it's, it's not just the too. negative it's a positive and a negative yeah. it's 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 works. a reminder to be present oh exactly a reminder to be present it works full circle mm -hmm. and that's what i want i really i'm i'm really excited to get that to actually need to go get the the black marker and and i have to say i'm a huge fan of left forearm mm -hmm. words yeah it looks awesome 
Yeah. And well, and the right. left arm represents more of the feminine side, actually. I don't know if you knew that. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> gay. Just <laughs> no offense to gays. I love all no, gays. No, we all, we love everybody. Like, we can joke, okay? Um, no, left arm actually represents feminine. The right is more the masculine. You, I think that got, I think the reason why the right arm is more masculine because majority people write and do a lot of things with their right arm. So it probably just got dubbed masculine. It is what it is, but it's just. Yeah, I don't care. I'm getting a big old tattoo. No, do right it on here. your left arm. Yeah. I think it'll be it. great. Have you decided it. what you're doing? Well, the first one's going to be on my right arm tricep, and the second one's going to be a band, flowers. That would be cool. Lucky. Left arm. You yeah. have a tricep? He has a tricep. Sort of. Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I can do 38 push ups. Oh, what? Damn. You can really do 30. I can do 50. Can do 38. Actually, Prove 49. It. You can't do Prove it. Wait, I was, one set? I don't so believe you. I haven't even actually, when I, okay, when I performed these push ups, this was last year um, in the iHeart Radio studio. Mm hmm. DB, we got in this big debate on air, and he's like, there's no way that you can do 50 push-ups, Zaka. And I was like, yeah, we can't. Yeah, I, I believe him for I the first time I'm on his team. Okay. So I said, yeah, I can. And so we went in the hallway in the iHeartRadio studio. I busted out 49. He, he made me laugh on the last one, so I didn't make it. Do but it right now. I can't do Are you do kidding right me? Now. I have 49, like straight push-ups. Yes. And that, that wasn't How even- How far down are you going? I'm going all the way to where it's legal. Where it's legal. <laughs> where, Let's see it. Almost where you hit your nose on the ground. Okay, and, no, and that's legit. They're not girl push-ups either. They're actually planking push-ups. I when I, and that was when I wasn't even like really like gung ho into fitness. Like it, I do like a a fitness just to get me by right now. Like I'm not really, I'm I'm not as fit as I li would like to be or I have been in the past. But it's just enough to kind of maintain. I'm just maintaining right now. But that was even when I was like barely even maintaining. So. Yeah, I could totally do it. I'm impressed. I That's can't, but I'm not going to bust it out right now because I've obviously had like two glasses of wine. I'll fall flat nope. on my ass. That's badass. That's Face. Impressive. But yeah, I could even, yeah. We'll have a push up fight. I think no, we'll contest. <laughs> push up contest. <laughs> Let's do a push up mm -hmm. contest. I'm down. Mm -hmm. I think it'd yeah. be fun. You can do 38. Okay. 39. Yeah. Wait, no, 38. Yeah. 38. Okay. How many can you do, Jay? Not that many. Babe, you got big muscles though. So those those are just for looks. So when do you I, pump those up at night? Or like, what do you do? Like, what? I do I do push-ups, but I use the bars and I like I touch my chest to the ground every time. The so bars? Like, what do you mean the bars? So there's like a bar for a push-up so that you're not like fucking your wrist. Oh, up. bar you, or you like have the rotating weak, things. Are you? Well, it's the, the rotating ones. Oh, because okay. you have weak, weak. Uh, so that adds like six inches of range, yeah. and you're going all the way down to your chest. Yeah, I have bad wrists too. You have but bad wrists though. Push up bar, yeah, don't yeah. you? And the yeah. there's a bar right there, and there's like a screw right, mm. like right where my sternum is at. So, so if I you fall, you're like gonna die. Ouchie. Your screw will like all the way go all the way yeah, in your chest. So I don't go all the way to the ground, but I go <laughs> as far as I can go with that bar there. I don't yeah. know how many I can do without the bars because I, I use the Prove bars it. all the time. How many times? Prove it. Well, how many do you do with the bars? I do like three or four sets of like 16 right now. Full range. Consecutive. 16. 16 total I straight? Could probably, I could probably pump out a few more. I haven't tried. Maybe I we'll, could maybe hit 20. You always got to go Oh, max. so you can do 40 straight? No, 20. I know I was going to edit that out. <laughs> 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 Leave it in. <laughs> 
I can just hear it now. Becca, your boyfriend can only do 16 push-ups and I you can know. do almost 50. Every, every every dude that knows you is desperate to shit on me. I know. It's so sad, but yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, it's fine. It's funny because I know who you are. I right? know who I am, so And, it's and fine. you know who you are, so yeah. that's why you can laugh and be lighthearted hey, about it. Mm-hmm. Jacob. Angel. Angel. Too. Still, yeah. though. Angel, I thought we were friends. I thought we were friends. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna talk. Angel's oh, gonna be here uh, next weekend. Actually, we're gonna talk, Angel. Yeah. I thought we were friends. <laughs> You're gonna love Angel when you meet him, can, baby. Can you not bang on the table? No, this is who I am. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Are we gonna do a shot? <gasps> okay. So I like, I like crown. Wait, no, 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 no. You're not crown. allowed to put it no, in you there. Have to, you have to use a Becca Hayes okay. shot glass. I do. Available I now for ninety nine ninety five. No, we haven't set the price yet. I do like this. They're a hundred dollars each. Nice oh my gosh, look at that! You're feeling that you're the first person to take a shot from the Becca I Hayes am, show. Again, I am shot glass. so honored. Jacob Vince will sign them for an okay. extra for an extra nine. How was that shots? Really good. I don't even care about the liquor. Did it taste good in that frosted glass? It, I think ninety percent <laughs> of it was the glass. Hey, I want one. Ten percent of oh it. Oh my was. gosh. Pour I me love one. Crown's good. Poor, pour me yeah, one. poor Jacob one. We're saving this. We oh got some God. proper 12 whiskey. <gasps> like, you guys, this brings the Sean Whalen episode tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, Jake. What kind of whiskey did go. we get, Sean? We got him the proper 12, Conor McGregor's brand. Yeah, the fighter that's that, been losing fights. <laughs> that was my decision. So if he hates it, it's on It's on me. I'm blaming I you. I accept full responsibility, Sean. cheers Shawn. to the Becca Hayes show. Becca Hayes show. There it goes, down the hatch. <gasps> okay, what do you think of that? That's Crown Apple. It's good. It's I told really you good. it's good I for like it. shooting. Yeah. It is really good. You're really good. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. Okay. You're so good. It's only 35%. What does that mean? It's only 35%. I don't know. There's probably a shitload of sugar in that because oh, it's well, really it's got, good. It, I can smell the apple. It smells so good. Smell, it's pretty good. A lot of liquors that are apple flavored though smell really good and mm-hmm. they don't taste as good, but this one tastes really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. Well, boys, I think this is a wrap. Good episode, bro. Yeah. Thanks for podcasting with me. Okay. Do you have anything else to say to the people? I love all the people. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Okay, guys, quit touching my buttons. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh.